Woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil sends the beast with wrath, because he knows the time is short. Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number is 666. Whether a Satan exists is a matter of belief, but we are certain that Satanism exists. This is not a Halloween fable. This is a real-life horror story. Welcome everyone back to this most wonderful time of the year here at the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I am Big Dave. And in this episode, I have not told Dave a thing, but I know he'll be able to uh, to uh, chime in and tell me some stuff here. Okay. We're going to talk about something that Dave and I both lived through growing up. That was a wonderful time called the Satanic Panic. <laughs> oh, that... <laughs> no! Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, I went back and did some research on this. This is something I've always been interested in. I, I, you didn't let me do any research I'm at all. Sorry. Well, if, I, I, if I'd known, I would have brought my dungeon and uh, Well, we're going to talk about some Dungeons and me, Dragons, yeah. and we're going to talk about different stuff. Um, they're, they're people of a certain age, okay? I don't like the way that sounds. Well, <laughs> I'm not talking about us, okay? People of a certain age who have a tendency to look back on the 1980s and only see the good things that happened, and yes, I'm talking about you millennials, uh, because you didn't experience it. <laughs> I almost spit my coffee out because of that. Because, <laughs> I mean, let, let's be honest. Okay, it's general consensus. The, the millennial generation starts somewhere around 81 or 82, somewhere in there. Okay, I know we could go back to 80. I know it gets a little dicey. You know, there there is this overlap in there. I, I, I think I have a completely different train of thought on that that I'm not going to go into. Okay. But, but the general consensus is 81, 82, somewhere around in there. I'm... No. I get it. I get it. There, there is some overlap. Okay, um, my train of thought: millennials don't really start to like eighty-five. Oh, eh, I don't know about that because that's, that's, because that's there was a far there was a it. small subset of, oh, what, see, of like I don't, true I don't get Gen into, Y. No, I don't get know. into any of that crap. It's a because anyway. It's a different personality. What I'm saying, it's a soapbox, is that you know, especially in the last twenty-ish years, mm-hmm. where you know. Well, this is only something '80s kids would re- would remember. Well, the people who were doing those those listicles and stuff didn't actually experience the '80s. They weren't old enough to. No. And so it's they. Like I was born in the '70s, but I yeah, didn't we ex- we fully experienced the '80s. Yeah. I mean, it was like because like, we were we were conscious. You know, we're old enough to be conscious of yeah. what was going on. I mean, my, and the my- '80s were not a wonderful time to be alive. I'm sorry. All the music, all of the the movies, all the pop culture that came out of there wants you to believe. That it was all, you know, everybody was walking on sunshine, and you know, we were it was all we were jellies all, and jams, yeah, and we were all doing the safety dance and all that kind of junk. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it was a time of severe economic downturn in, in the in the early eighties. We you, were Carter. Li- we were living under a threat of nuclear annihilation yep. all the way through the decade. I mean, it was just one of those things that was just on and on and on. And one of the other great things that came through really in the eighties was this satanic panic of 
and oh, we'll get don't into forget it. About, don't forget about HIV and AIDS. Well, yeah, and then, of course, yeah. we got HIV, you know, and it, yeah, exactly. Uh, that was, what, 81 when they discovered the first yeah. patient or something? So, yeah, we got a full dose of it all the way through, as well as so many other things. I mean, yeah. it just, uh, the the the, uh, the famine in Africa, you know, I mean, there's yeah. all kinds of stuff. I mean, the fact that, that we had to have a live aid right, to help yeah. with the famine in Africa. So, don't let, I mean, what what most people think of as the 80s is what has been filtered down over several decades of, or almost four decades now, of commercialization yeah hey let's just it's kind of like it's kind of like listening to classic rock radio and saying man all that music was so good i wish i'd lived it no you're only hearing the best of the best on classic rock radio you you are missing a lot of crap that was that was popular not just that was around but was popular during that era so here we are we're talking about the satanic panic go back and hit some of your grandparents record collections you'll find some of that garbage yes 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 you will um, Basically, rollers comes to mind. Anyway, so wow. <laughs> I'll admit Saturday night's a fun song. The rest he, of their stuff is crap. He went there. <laughs> Anyways, so um, one of the with this whole satanic panic, actually, there is another name that's associated with this, which is the one that really and truly it should be called rather than satanic panic, which okay. was it was the people uh, a lot of times referred to it as the. Uh, as a satanic ritual abuse. Okay. Because that's how a lot of this stuff was framed. Basically what happened is what really kicked it all off was a book that was published in 1980 called Michelle Remembers. It was written by Lawrence Pazder, okay? Okay. And the the Michelle, her name was Michelle Smith, okay? He was... Any relation? No. He was, there's like several hundred million of us in the world, so it's a... Basically, what what happened is uh, Lawrence Pazder was a psychologist, and she was one of his patients. Mm -hmm. And through a series of hypnotherapy, he uncovered these... Memory, these memories that she had suppressed, quote unquote memories. Yes, absolutely. And all of it was about how she had been like ritualistically abused, both physically and sexually, by her parents and by members of the community. By you know all this stuff. This here's the other thing: the two of them wound up getting married. Okay, (sighs) yeah. So it's but it's one of those things that as time went on. Now the thing is, is that Pastor went on and his last name is Pastor P A Z D E R. I know it sounds like Pastor, but it's Pastor. Uh, it is he went on a huge like book tour and speaking engagements and became a uh, uh, he 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 was a, a witness in several um, uh, like a, an expert witness in several high profile cases that happened all throughout the eighties and into the early nineties on all this stuff. And the thing is, is that every bit of his uh, quote unquote research has been roundly debunked. Well, yeah. And I mean, like within just a few years of the book coming out, other you know other and doctors looked at it and was like, "No, this is uh-uh. garbage." Yeah, and, but the thing is, is he had built such a persona and such a and so much clout that you he got away with it. You say a lie enough times, it becomes, it becomes the true. Truth. Exactly. This was the thing that really kind of started started it in the eighties. Now the thing is, is that this is something that had been around for 
a long time, like going back like like hundreds of years. Okay, yeah. I mean, um, and with this, as well as another one that started in the seventies. Let me pull this one up here because I have I actually have is that with um, playing Led Zeppelin back. Now, well, with. we're going to get into there, there is that also, but that has a lot to do with because the the rock music from the late sixties and the early seventies, a lot of a lot of um, pastors and stuff like that pretty much said that rock and roll, going all the way to the fifties, that rock music was the devil's music. Yeah, I mean, there, you know, we, you know, we have, you know, the stories of, you know, like Robert Johnson going down to the crossroads and, you yeah. know, in Mississippi and selling his soul to become a, you know, the, one of the best blues players yeah. ever, and then he died at the age of twenty-seven, and then you fast forward and you get other people who had similar fates. Plus, you have, you know, like people would look you know the rolling stones had an album they called it the name of it was their satanic majesty's request which was actually yeah. a parody of of uh sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band that, yeah. that was their parody of it basically is what it was and of course they had a song called named sympathy for the devil yeah. you know and well, and then supposedly jimmy page from led zeppelin, zeppelin sold his soul right and, and all of and them owned- sold their souls except for john except for john um john paul jones because yeah. he's the only one that came out kind of unscathed through all of it, you yeah. know. Um, he he owned Aleister Crowley's estate. At he did, the, which and, is on Loch Ness, which is really cool, yeah. you know. And, you know, and evidently was doing you know ritualistic magic. And, and he was he was really into the black magic. He was yeah. really big into the Crowley, you know. And this is magic with a K. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is a, <laughs> you have to be you have to be very you know. So there there had always been this kind of and, and you know and some of the you know. Some of the music, you know, of course, they were really big into Tolkien. So there's a yeah. lot of talk about, you know, elves, elves and dragons, and yeah, yeah. I mean, it just all of this and stuff. And on top of it, and, you've got Black Sabbath, and Black Sabbath came around during the time, which you know, they roundly said, "Hey, no one's doing this horror thing. Let's do this." Yeah, and you know, so, uh, but through all of that, there were there were also some quote unquote high profile. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't. I don't know. Uh, we'll call them uh, evangelists, who had had again in quotes turned from Satanism throughout the '70s. You know, Mike Warnke being one of the biggest ones. Okay, you're getting into some stuff that I am okay unfamiliar. Mike Warnke was lived here in Hendersonville. Okay, he's from. I think he's from. Um, Kentucky originally or something like that and but the thing is is that he he wrote a book in the late why why is it always going to be my home state of Kentucky (laughs) he wrote a book in the late 70s the very end of the 70s I think called the Satan Seller okay all right and his testimony was that when he was in college he was a um a drug dealer okay and that he got involved with the satanic cult okay and that and I think he, I think he had gone to college in, in California. Like he moved around quite a bit. I think he was in California. In his, <clears throat> in his book, he claims that the uh, coven that he was that he was the head of was like fifteen hundred people. Okay. Okay. And he goes through and he tells all these these you know these fantastical stories about you know actually like talking to demons and you know like and all the you know the 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 lurid sex and you know and all the the rituals and you know and all this kind of stuff and blah 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 he rode this through the 70s and 80s and in the very early 90s he was finally found out that the vast majority of what he wrote was complete bunk 
And mm. it was one of those things where apparently he was involved in some kind of, you know, whatever. Yeah. But apparently it was like 10 people rather than 1500 you know and yeah, okay. and 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 also the fact that, so that people did some zeros and that people that knew him back during that time people that time period were like he wasn't selling drugs he was never doing drugs he was he was a complete geek yeah. and i mean just i mean it was just kind of one of those things that it has roundly been okay this is complete crap <laughs> you know but he built you know, a, a small empire on all of this stuff. Selling. Yeah. And he wasn't the only one. There was a couple other people. There was, uh, 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 Doreen Irvine. Um, she was, a, she was English who she claimed that she was a streetwalker and that she had been demon possessed. And, uh, that, you know, she was the, uh, the head of, um, um, and part of the queen of all black witches in Europe, you know, and all this. I mean, it's just a whole bunch of stuff. Again, unsubstantiated. Uh, there were some other ones. John Todd was another one. Um, there is, uh, and I'll put the link in here. There is a great website that has has like a, 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 a fantastic articles on all of these people. That's called Swallowing the Camel. That uh, the and it's the sub thing. It's called the Prodigal Witch, and, and and there are articles about all these people. Now I remember Mike Warnke. I had a bunch of his cassette tapes when I was young because he was a Christian comedian, you know. Okay. And the whole thing also he was also in supposedly or he was in the Navy, and he tells a lot about like his time in Vietnam. A lot of that has been has been debunked as well about like yeah he was there but not the stories that he tells, you know, and all this kind of stuff. I mean, it's just, yeah. there's a lot of that. He did one of his, one of his recordings that he did, and I have a copy of it in, um, on vinyl. It's called A Christian Perspective on Halloween. And it was actually recorded here in Nashville because, like I said, he wound up living in Hendersonville. He, did, you know, he recorded a bunch, of, a bunch of his stuff here. Yeah, okay. He basically goes through and talks about how he got involved you know, with witchcraft and all this kind of stuff. And yeah. it's funny. It's kind of funny to listen to because you know what one of his biggest influences for getting involved with witchcraft was? No. Was the TV show Bewitched. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hold on. This is me trying to do math. Bewitched? Bewitched. He said that he would sit with a, with a notebook and a pen and watch the show and anything that, that they said on there that he didn't that he was kind of curious about he'd write it down and then go to the library and that's how he got all of his information about witchcraft well no. i know i know yeah. it, it just i know uh, <laughs> oh she wiggled her nose i've got to write that down exactly exactly so oh she wiggled her nose and now darren is a different darren right i know but exactly then, but it's still exactly. the same darren it's it's darren and the guy that plays Darren, they still have the same first name but different last names, and they kind of look alike, but they kind of don't. And one of them was really good as Darren, and one of them wasn't. <laughs> this nose wiggling thing—it's—it's. It's... I know, I know, it's ridiculous. It's one hundred percent ridiculous. So you get a lot of that stuff, and that became like a big thing. I know, especially growing up in a Pentecostal church. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This was a huge thing when this satanic panic thing came on you know that heavy metal music is corrupting our kids and oh, that was that was any uh, but any protestant or, or catholic but religion let me that. tell you in the pentecostal church okay because and i'm saying this because i lived through it okay, okay. in the pentecostal church in the 80s especially i'm sure it's been that way forever but when i was growing up in it in the 80s yeah 
there was some kind of spiritual battle going on somewhere all the time, and it's probably right next to you. You just don't know it. Satan's around every corner. That sounds familiar. I mean, I've, it's I've heard, just... I've heard some of that. I mean, I, I heard so many stories about, you know, people who, you know, like, you know, well, you know, Satan appeared, you know, in my bedroom one night when I was praying and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Okay, and no, I never heard Oh, I heard all that. kinds of stuff like that. I Honestly, I could put together a, a list of stories that I was told by people who were dead serious that this stuff yeah. happened to them. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, whatever. So, <laughs> and it has nothing to do with like being anti-religion. It's just that no. a lot of this stuff, people if, if talk, people it, will talk themselves into believing a lot of stuff that it, it, it sounds like a lot of stuff that unless it specifically happens to you, mm-hmm. you witness it for yourself. Right. And there was probably not going to like we it. talked about in our urban legends, you know, yeah. a, a lot of friend of a friend or I, you know, there was this pastor that came through telling the story, you know, yeah. and it just on and on and on. I mean, the only on one on. that I know for a fact happened is the one that I saw that I, we talked about on right, urban legends. Right, we right, pulled right. into that little graveyard and sure enough, there was a bonfire with a bunch of dudes in robes right, or, or, right. or whoever in robes. Right. We're like, nope, nope, not today. <laughs> we backed out of there and got the heck out of Dodge. Right. So, anyway, so this all got going. It got so bad. Uh, well, look, 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 before we get into the, it got so bad. Let's talk about heavy metal music, okay? Well, Dave and I both grew up listening to the stuff, okay? Well, you, you're you're missing one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. This guy right here. Oh, uh, Anton Lavey. Yes, I mean he helped hype. He played. He played. He played Satan in Rosemary's Baby. Okay, here's another. You go back to like the movie Rosemary's Baby in yeah. the '60s. Uh, you get The Exorcist in the '70s. 70s. Uh, you get um, uh, what's some of the other one? Uh, of course, you know, there's the whole story about the uh, the Amityville Horror. Yes. You know there there are a bunch of these high profile whatever. You know now a lot of this. Well, let's be even, honest. Even with the Warrens going around oh, and the Warrens don't even get me started on them. So <laughs> <laughs> don't even get me started on the Warrens. Okay. Yeah. The you, you start seeing all that kind of stuff. You have this counterculture that's emerging in the '60s. Yep. You're seeing, you're starting to see people kind of pulling away from mainstream Christianity during that time, yep. especially the younger people. And and a lot of people were looking at this as a spiritual war more than an actual like with Vietnam, you know, type yep. stuff. No, this is more of a this is good and evil. It's not you know, government against government, you know, and this and that. Communism is going to kill, you know, is going to bring their godlessness to the entire world, you know, and and it's a on and on. and There's like this brick was put on top of this brick, was put on top of this brick, and the next thing you know, there's this huge wall of, and people are going, oh my God, we're, you know, we're all going to die. Satan's going to come and take us all. And and it's kind of one of those like, we've got to put a stop to Dungeons and Dragons and heavy metal music and horror movies. Right, exactly. And we're going to get into every bit of that because the thing is, is it like, okay, Dungeons and Dragons, Gary Gygax and Gary... Gygax. Gary Gygax and Gary... Oh, of course now, I'm a guy. I'm not. I'm not even the Dungeons and Dragons. I know about Gygax. You know, the whole thing with Dungeons and Dragons is that the what it is built around is actually built around a military um, 
um, game that has been played for hundreds of years. Yes, basically, of it's a role playing. It's basically role playing. Well, you know, it's, it's, a, it's all paper and pencil. Exactly, and it's a die, and it's a story that's being written as you're doing it. Right in your head. Right, but what I'm it's saying a is that game. it was a, yeah, it was it was a military strategy game yeah. that was used for, and I'm talking about like the military used it for a long yes. time. You know of drawing the, the grids and the maps and right. what if we go over here this and that you know what happens in this situation what what decisions do we need to make when this happens yes. you know and so basically they took all of that all this very practical strategy stuff and said okay let's add elves and and you know uh, dragons and it knights was a, it was a and token layout. exactly That's absolutely all it was. It was, it, you had you had the military absolutely. style and you took token and just laid it over the top and the, the thing top. is is it wasn't just that there was also marvel had one there was a marvel superheroes that came that came but very i'm just saying but it was on. like there there was that there was one that was mobsters there was uh, i mean there's a, there was so many different types. Eventually, Star Wars. there was Star. We talked about that in our Star Wars. There was Star Wars. There was Star Trek. There was a whole yeah. bunch of these, and all it was was like, no, you are, you're you're playing make believe. You are taking, you are playing a role of this character, right? And you're making decisions as the story goes along that it's going to affect how the story continues. It's kind of like reading um, it, uh, because choose it, your own adventure books in yeah. a lot of way, you know. And, and because it was a Tolkien layover originally, right. you know, it had wizards in it, which had right. magic in it, right. which and, and that is the whole what yeah. got the fundamentalist evangelical community up in arms is like, oh, they're teaching witchcraft to our teenagers. And it's like, no, it's not. It's yeah, all make believe. It, it's math. Yeah, it's exactly. they're, they're teaching if math. Them. If math is magic, then yes, they are teaching witchcraft. Be, to them. Because let's be honest, those games are nothing more than a really, oh, absolutely, really giant word there is, problem. There is a reason that so many engineers and computer programmers played Dungeons and Dragons when they were kids because it's all math. It's, you know what's I mean, really funny about it? As mm. much as I played it, I suck at math. <laughs> I really do. Well, but yeah, so you get into that, and there was also a book, I don't have it on there, there was a book that this woman wrote. Need to look it up real quick. Yeah, it inspired the movie Mazes and Monsters, which, are you familiar with that one? That's one you need to see, you know why? It it was a made-for-television movie, and it's one of the... sounds vaguely familiar. It's one of the first film roles for Tom Hanks. I think I do yeah. vaguely remember it's, it's, this. It is, yeah. it, it, it is it's a made-for-television movie. It's called Mazes and Monsters, and the whole thing is about this kid that goes, you know, he, he goes off to college and he starts playing. They call it Mazes and Monsters rather than Dungeons and Dragons, you know, in the movie. And he plays this game and he gets so wrapped up in it that he starts he starts having uh, being unbeing not being able to tell what's reality and what's the game any longer until he finally winds up killing himself. Okay, there was a book. This was based on a book that this woman wrote about her son that did the same thing playing Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Yeah. However, what was left out of the book is that her son was a was a paranoid schizophrenic who was not taking his medication oh. like he was supposed to, and so therefore he was having problems with reality. It was adapted from a novel of the same name by was it Rona, Mazes and Monsters? Yeah, that's uh, it. Rona, Rona Jaffe. That's, that's who it was. Yeah. So it's one of those things. Again, you get into. Yeah. There was another element going on here that had nothing to do with the devil. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> this is <laughs> unless you want to take it back to the Middle Ages, where where everyone mental who mental health, health was actually was, was uh, demon possession. Yeah. Exactly, I know, and that's that's a whole other. And there, there is that also. Yeah, because you also have to think around this time was whenever it had started under Carter. But during Reagan's administration, they were letting they were closing down a lot of state 
mental health, mental health, mental mental hospitals. And they were basically turning everybody out on the streets. And all of a sudden, we saw this huge uptick in the homeless population. It, but it wasn't just homeless population. No, these it were was people, homeless population off their meds. Absolutely. And so now, all of a sudden, you have people running around. Oh, there's this guy in the neighborhood acting crazy. There's something wrong with him. And then some people looked at it and said, Oh, they must be demon possessed, or they must whatever, you know. And so that adds into it as well, you know. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> again, 40 years later, we look back on this and go, this is ridiculous. But this was a huge thing at the time. It was huge. I cannot tell you how many times I went with, with church and also going to a private Christian school. I cannot tell you how many times I have sat and listened to a pastor or a youth pastor or so, or a special speaker yeah, or done, something yeah, like that. I've done the same. To come and tell us about how heavy metal is going to send us all to hell or how yeah. playing in Dungeons and Dragons is going to is you're going to be worshiping Satan before it's over. And all of this or, is how Tipper Gore and the RIAA uh, the, got started. Not RIAA, no, the, 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 the PMRC. Yeah, PMRC. Yeah. That's uh, it. yeah, and that and again, um, but and and with the heavy metal, and Dave and I can talk about this. Some of these guys really leaned into it. Uh, Motley Crue. Motley Crue, Slayer, Slayer. Venom, Celtic Frost, Halloween. Halloween. Uh, Megadeth did a little bit in the beginning, and then they got away from it. Metallica never got into it. Guns N' Roses never got into no. it. You know, it, there was a lot of you know whatever. Testament, Testament uh, yeah. kind of got into it. Exodus a little bit, but th- but but then you would get into uh, well, then you got Iron Maiden. Oh yeah, with oh, Eddie, Number of the Beast, Number yeah. of the Beast, Number the, that Seventh whole, Son of a Seventh Son. Yeah, but especially an album called Number of the Beast well, well, that on the front cover has Eddie standing <clears throat> and the devil, like the the, the cartoonish you know Red Devil with yeah. the, with the the pitchfork and the, the horns and the tail. Well, we were and, living in Illinois at the time with. <laughs> Seventh Son of a Seventh Son came out, and I went over with some friends to mm-hmm. Mattoon, and they had a, I think it was a Camelot, yeah, and they had a bunch Camelot of like, and, and they had right, a bunch yeah. of T-shirts in the oh, back, yeah. and I bought an Iron Maiden Seventh Son of a Seventh Son, right, and I brought it home and I was wearing it, and my parents was like, do you know what a Seventh Son of a Seventh Son is? Mm, you know, I know that's, it's, this is I witchcraft. Know, You're going to yeah, be, blah, 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 they made me take the shirt. I back. know, I know. Believe me, I know. <laughs> Kiss. You know, oh, that was another one, service, Nights, yeah. which was not true. No. <laughs> the Kiss Army had nothing to do with Satanism. Again, they played into it because they saw this is popular. Yeah. This will, you know, if we can scare the bejesus out of middle America, that will make their kids want us want to yeah. own our records. And that's what that's what Motley Crue shout at the devil and, you know, all yeah. that stuff. Again, well, it I, just, I mean, Marilyn Manson came along that's after, later. Yeah, that's, that's later. That's much, yeah. And, and, you know, did the same thing. Did the, did same the thing. exact well, same Cooper, thing. Alice Cooper had done it in the seventies. Yeah. I know, and and it's and I love so much of that music. Oh, I do still. too. <laughs> as I, cheesy as it is, I still love it. You know, I, I a, know Motley Crue is touring it again. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. tour again. But I went to the Alice Cooper Motley Crue right, right, final, right, right. You know where they did the oh yeah. Yeah, well, they, they they did their final tour, their their farewell dude, tour. I, I was there as much. I was actually there more for Alice Cooper than I was oh, Motley Crue. I, I love Cooper Motley Crue. I do too. I saw Alice Cooper last year, and let's be honest, Alice Cooper is Broadway. That's all it is. Yeah, it is. It, it is. Broadway. It's amazing rock and roll music. Yes. with Broadway. Yeah, absolutely. It's all it's all theatrical. And stage I'll be honest show with you, Nashville and, did not treat Alice good. That no, night. I was really mad at Nashville. Nashville has not treated a lot of of. Of, yeah. of good bands and acts and well. And Alice so. put on a heck of a show that right, night. He yeah. put on a heck of a show. Right. Uh, yeah, Alice Cooper, you know, the the Billion Dollar Babies and uh, I Love the Dead and or Cold, Al- Dead. Cold Ethel, you know, and, and all those Welcome songs. To Welcome to My Nightmare. And 
wound up on the Muppets. Yes. On the Muppet Show. Yes. Okay. He did Welcome to My Nightmare and School's Out and a couple of that's you know those those things and uh, uh, then when, once again once you get into the eighties a little ways all yeah. of a sudden we see the slasher films become huge like all this, this horror there's yep. this big horror boom and you know and it's one of those things that again you're talking about Freddy Krueger he comes to you in your dreams yep. it's you know and uh, people say oh this is a this is a malevolent spirit more than it's a yeah. you know and and you, get you can't kill Voorhees. Jason you can't so, kill obviously him, so obviously he's, he's, he's the undead right, or he's demon possessed or you know, you Michael know. Myers you can't kill him right and, and what does course, he look like under that mask of course then yeah. we find out later that you know this has something to do with druids and yeah. you know it's like again playing into all of that stuff you, you know, know you get you get Chucky with child's play and that's a that's a possessed doll absolutely Absolutely, he does a voodoo ritual yeah. in order to uh, to to take the to put his his soul into the into the the, the good guy's doll. Evil you know? Dead. We're talking about. Oh yeah. reading directly from the, from book the Necronomicon. Of the dead, from the Necronomicon. That always, anytime that you would hear, you would run into someone who said they were a quote unquote Satanist. Like, okay, yeah. fine. What is your uh, what's your uh, your your your, your uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Your religious text. Oh, the Necronomicon. You mean H.P. Lovecraft? <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you'd actually pulled the Egyptian, you know, book of the, the book dead, of the dead, you yeah, know, that's maybe, a little, you know, and not even because you showed more. me the, you know, like the that picture of Anton but, Lavey who wrote the Satanic Bible yeah. in the '60s, and but, I've read a little bit of it, you know, it, back because you know I was a, a rebellious little kid, you know, at one point, yeah. and somebody I knew had one, and really and truly, and, it's, and that's why I've always tried to tell people about Satan, what quote unquote Satanism modern satanism anyways is nothing to do with anything spiritual it's all about rejecting authority 100 percent and i mean yeah i, I don't I mean, know because i haven't really their 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 whole and i'm not i'm not it's, i'm not espousing the the virtue of satanism but it really is that their whole their motto is do what you will okay you know that's the whole that is their entire thing um, you say Satanism, and of course, again, it scares the bejesus out of Middle America. Yeah. And there is a wonderful documentary. I know you haven't watched it yet. There is a wonderful documentary on Hulu. It's called Hell Satan. Okay. Uh, and it came out like two years ago or something like that. A filmmaker's name is Penny Lane. It's her real name. <laughs> okay. It's funny because her website is, is, yes, Penny Lane is my real name. That's her website. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, she makes she, she's a documentarian. She's made several. But this one okay. is called Hell, it's called Hell Satan. It's got a question mark on the end of it, so you have to say it that way. And it goes into a lot of, like, they have, they are so, they are, they are, they are the real world equivalent of online trolls now. Is what they are basically, and it really and truly the guy who is the the, the kind of like the face of it yeah. is just a is a, is a a real life online troll. That's all he is, so he and lives he knows in his it. Mother's basement. No, I'm no, but uh, but it's one of those things where I mean, he just I mean, it's like literally any time that he appears on something, yeah. There's just the sarcasm is so thick it's not even funny. Okay. I mean it's just yeah. But go and watch this because it's got it's one of those it's one of those those documentaries you watch that you're like okay this is building to something. And that's no. all I'm going to say because it's one of those things. It's, it, it is one of those like the the ending of the movie is like oh that's brilliant. Okay. That is brilliant. That is <laughs> well. I- I'll have to see if I can find a place where I can watch it because you, you don't know, have Hulu any longer. Well, yeah. no, the wife lost her job, so we had to cut yeah, back okay. on our yeah. streaming. You know who did services. that? It was Satan. Probably, he created COVID. Yeah. You know. So. <laughs> we we've kind of been tongue in cheek on a lot of this, you know, because yeah. there are there were some things really bad. Oh, but before we get into it, there was one other really significant thing that came out of this, 
and I know you have seen it. You mean besides the PMRC? Yes. Okay. Geraldo Rivera did a two-hour <laughs> primetime special about Satanism in America. You, yeah. I know you've I, seen it. I've seen it. I had Go and look it up on YouTube. It. It's all there. And it's just like you got – I have seen that thing so many times because, again, went to a private Christian school. And we had to have two years of Bible class, okay? Yeah. And I cannot tell you how many times I have watched that thing because you know the our one our, one of our Bible te- teachers would be like, okay, today this week we're going to be watching this, you know, and it's just kind of like, <laughs> oh, here we go again, you know. And it and it was funny because me and my friends we would watch anytime they would like roll the you know roll the the VCR in and like and it usually had something to do with like you know heavy metal music or this. Yeah. We're all like taking notes like, oh, dude, those guys kind of sounded cool. Who are they? <laughs> just like. <laughs> How do you find all these new bands? Yeah, yeah. Well, we watch a video on um, the devil's music at our yeah, Christian exactly. school. Yeah, exactly. It's in notes. Uh, also, someone else who came out of that who is still around. You remember Bob Larson? Bob Larson had a radio. He was a he was a evangelical evangelist. You know, who was like really into this whole like Satanism thing. Okay, okay. he had a syndicated television or uh, excuse me, a syndicated radio show. All right. And he was always, you know, he was always he was really on the whole like Slayer and Venom and Celtic Frost, like the the, the black yeah. metal stuff. You know, well actually, it wasn't even black metal yet. It was just like the heavier metal. It was the heaviest know, of death and deicide, you know, and all that kind of you know, like when you were really Pink getting into yeah, I when you were really Really getting into like cannibal all that corpse. cannibal corpse exactly. Yeah. When you I had several, I did too. It's a, but it was one of the yeah. exactly. It's funny because you know they're in um, uh, um, Ace Ventura. Yeah, pet detective. Like when he goes into the club, that's cannibal corpse is playing when he gets through there. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they um, it's one of those things. He would you know, he would do like you know like, you know like it was a syndicated show, two hour show yeah. or whatever. And it was always the funny thing about Bob Larson. Rolling Stone magazine went to him and said, "Hey, we want to do uh, an article. We want you to do an article for us. We're going to send you on the road with Slayer for like two weeks." <laughs> so he toured with Slayer for two weeks. Oh, that's and then wrote an article about his experience on there. And yeah. he even came back saying, "These guys aren't Satanists. It's like they they draw most of their inspiration from like horror movies." And Tom Morello is a cap is a devout Catholic, yeah. you know, and all this kind of stuff, you know. And it's just kind of like. It was kind of one of those. It's you can go and find. You, you probably look it up. The the front cover of the magazine that he's in. It's yeah. literally it's the guys from Slayer standing right here, and Bob Larson in like his nineteen eighties like event uh, evangelist like garb, like with his big stupid cheesy grin on his face, like sitting in front of him. They're all looking hard behind him, you know, yeah. and stuff. And it's just like this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but he has in the last couple decades. Kind of parlayed that inform that that what notoriety he had into another another ministry where basically he goes around and just performs exorcisms all the time like that's his whole thing. Wait, he went and toured with Slayer, right? Realized that they're not Satanist and one of them's right. about Catholic, and he went from that to no, now, he, he now never I'm, no now, he never came off of any of the Satanism stuff. He just said these guys are not what they're chalked up to be okay. basically. He, but it's one of those things where, like, he has a, like, he will go and, and have these conferences, and he'll just, like, cast demons out of everybody that's there, you know? And, like, some of these people will go, like, will follow him around and go and, like, it, it's, I'm, I'm telling you, it, it's, and matter of fact, he has two daughters who are doing the same thing now. Yeah, so... <laughs> 
I wanted to get all that out before we get into like the really like what the sad stuff that came out of this. Okay, Th this is sad in a different in a different way. Uh, okay. We're going to get into something like that's actually like legitimately, I can't believe this happened type stuff. Okay, there was with Tom going back to Michelle remembers you know about this yeah. this whole thing. It sprung from that sprung out a bunch of accusations of ritualistic child abuse yeah in daycares and schools yeah, and that kind of that stuff now, yeah uh the most famous one being hold on let me pull it up here it seems like there was a treehouse of terror or something that may that, have been they based well there was a there was of. a there was an episode of the x-files that was that was yeah uh, oh you know what's funny because we were talking when we were talking about pet cemetery the woman that we were that played um missy missy yeah she was in that episode of the x-files that was the other thing i remember she was like the the lead witch at the on the school board oh or whatever you. i was yeah, like yeah. oh yeah that's where i remember her from uh oh here's another one um in 1985 uh this uh, a woman named patricia pulling joined forces with psychiatrist thomas uh radecki director of the National Co National Coalition on Television Violence to Create BAD. Okay. B-A-D-D. -D. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We know about MAD, Mothers yeah. Against Drunk Driving. We know about SAD, which is Students Against Drunk Driving. We know about RAD, which was Rockers Against Drunk exactly. Driving. Exactly. But do you know what BAD is, stands for? Never even heard of it. Bothered About Dungeons and Dragons. That's probably why I haven't heard of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I wasn't bothered at all. I, I know, bought everything I, know. I could like, get my hands on. And, of course, on. all their stuff was Dungeons & Dragons and heavy metal music and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but and probably video games. Yeah, there you, you could get into some of the video games. Let me... What was the name of it? I have it written here. Okay. The most... The highest profile case that came out of all this stuff was the McMartin preschool trial, which was in Manhattan Beach, California. Okay. The accusations of basically the 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 founder, the 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 woman who started this thing, her grandson was accused of of ritually abusing the kids there. And like and like of course these kids the way that these kids were treated like the way that they were brought in, like the police wouldn't wouldn't even like ask some of the questions that the the child psychologists did that were very leading. They all told the same story. They all mean like beat after beat after beat yeah. after beat on this kind of stuff. The first accusation was in 1983. It wasn't finally thrown out of court until 1990. They went through oh. seven years of all this stuff. Until it was finally were like, look, we can't find any evidence of this whatsoever. And yeah. I mean, people were drug through the mud, lost their livelihoods, lost all their standing Completely in the community. Ruined their lives. Absolutely, you know. I mean, and it just on and on and on and on. Um, there was another one that, and there there have been several podcasts about this type of stuff. Okay. You know? There was one. Let me pull it up here. It was a podcast. It was a uh, a uh, Spotify exclusive from last year and I listened to it it was called Conviction and it is uh, they, did, they did serve Conviction is an ongoing podcast they do separately but this one yeah. um, is about uh, let me pull it up here it, it happened in Canada in the early 90s 
once again proving that Canada is always about 10 years behind everything that happens in the United States. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's my word. Okay. Uh, I'll keep my comments to myself. Uh, it. Let me let me pull it up here because it. I can't remember exactly where it is. I know I pulled it up here. Where is it? Oh, here it is. Here it is. Because the thing is, is this this thing went international. I mean, there there was stuff that happened. You know, not just in Canada, but happened in Europe, New Zealand. Australia, the Netherlands, I mean, like a whole bunch of different stuff. The one in Canada, it happened in Martinsville. It's like, it's in Alberta, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Another, it was someone made an accusation against someone, and it honestly destroyed an entire community. Okay. And the kids who were at the center of this thing are now adults, and in this, in that conviction podcast, they talked to some of them, and they're all like, no, none of it was real. I mean, we we they were like, I was convinced it was real back then, but then as I got older, I was like, I don't think that these memories were, you know, people as they got older, they started, I don't think that those things actually happened, you know, yeah. type stuff. And I mean, like tore some families apart because of this stuff, you know, where a, a father was was accused in it and yeah. you know, it wound up the, the they wound up getting divorced and you know, and he couldn't see his kids and this and that, and, you know, different stuff. I mean, it's just it's crazy how much of that stuff happened because of it. Um in um it, and it went even further. There was a there was a there another again, like I said, I grew up we went to a lot of of evangelical seminars and stuff when I was growing up. My yeah. my parents and my grandparents were really into the Assemblies of God Church and you know and all that stuff. Full gospel businessmen and you know my my grandfather was a a top donor to Evangel College in Springfield, Missouri, which is an Assemblies of God you know yeah. uh, school at our university and uh, and you know and different stuff like that. So like. I had a lot of first-hand information on this stuff, and I remember going to one of the full gospel businessmen things one time because I got drugged along to everything, you know. Yeah. And there was this guy that was talking about all this stuff, and there was a book that was called "Turmoil in the Toy Box" that I remember seeing, and it was one of the thing. It was a, you know, back when there was, you know, uh, still a Baptist bookstore, you know, which became Lifeway, you yeah. know, eventually. You know, I remember seeing this book on the shelves, you know, and that kind of stuff. And the whole thing about it was how He-Man and... Skeletor. Yeah, you know, and like all like Strawberry Shortcake and, you Thundercats. know, Thundercats and Care Bears and like all that, those 80s, yeah. you know, Star Wars, lots of, was indoctrinating children into witchcraft. Oh, and, uh, Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah, I mean, just on and on. You know, there, there was, there is... In all of this, there was a there was something in that the Cabbage Patch Kids, yeah. you know, that Z, uh, the Xavier McDaniel or Xavier, uh, what was his last name? Oh, I can't remember his last name. Now, the guy that created uh, that created the yeah. Patch, had some kind of ties to something, whatever. There was also that there was a rumor. That's the reason I brought up the Cabbage yeah. Patch Kids because they were obviously. Satanist. Oh yeah, exactly. You know, but you know there was a there was a. I would hear it, like. Routinely, that 
um, one of the, the like the CEO of Procter and Gamble oh. was on something. And no, it was it was the owners of Procter and Gamble because their logo was like a moon. Well, and no, like well, but but the, the, six stars. Yeah, but it was also like that. But they also I, I remember hearing that the, at one of the church things. Right, that I but went the other to. thing was that, that it went a step further and said that the CEO was actually interviewed and he said that yes, they they did give a lot of money to the Church of Satan. Yeah. You know, and I, none of it. None I'm, of it. I mean, it, that never happened. Because you know? I remember I mean, some of just, the churches, one of the churches we went to, and some of them that we were affiliated with, they were all um, boycotts were huge. Oh, absolutely, going, absolutely. You know, we're, we're boycotting everything that Procter and Gamble makes because right, it's exactly. obvious they're Satanists because right. there's a their logo is a moon and six stars, right. which is the mark of yep. Satan and blah. blah. Like, yep. Oh, believe me, it, it there there yeah. there was a whole bunch of that type of stuff, and then of course that spins off into some of the stuff that we talked about in urban legends of like yeah. you would hear like oh there's this place up you know this this cemetery over here where there are Satanists you know, or there's this yeah. or there's that or whatever, and again it all comes down to somebody said this somebody blah blah blah, and it, and it was all there was just there was just something in the air that people wanted to believe this, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, it's, I'm sure it had a lot to do coming out of the, the hip, you know, the, the people who grew up during the sixties who didn't, and who did not embrace the hippie movement, yeah. who looked at that and said, there was obviously something evil going on there because, you know, look at them with their long hair and their, you know, their free love and, and their, their devil music and their devil music. And every, so obviously the devil's cabbage and it's, and it's that whole, you, you get that, that overcorrection sometimes you're coming in the 1980s ronald reagan gets elected all of a sudden there's a real conservative bent in politics and now everything is you know it's that pendulum it absolutely does it It, does it it all the time and it seems like it swings further and further over to the edges right more and more now here's the thing in the internet age we have essentially the same thing yeah it's just called something different it's called QAnon. it's called um Flat Earth Society. Society. It's called uh, anti-vaxxers. 4chan. I mean, like, all our anonymous, you know. uh, Who's your bad guy? Yeah, exactly. Who's our um, no-face enemy that we have to hold up as this is who has to be And it's all this stuff of somebody said this, it's got to be true. And now that the world is connected through the Internet, you can find other people who think exactly like you. And, and you can get in this echo chamber of, well, well, obviously, everybody I know believes this, so obviously it's true. Did, you remember when we used to think that access to knowledge <laughs> we said this or, or our access to information <laughs> would actually raise? No, it did not. No. no. Access, uh, unlimited access to unlimited information Made people really hunker down in their in their groups in their in, in, in their in their tribes and say this is no I refuse to believe anything other than this and we're, we're back to Neanderthal <laughs> where everybody ways, has I know. tribed up I know I everybody is tribed up and they don't want to talk to the other I know, tribe I you know, know. If, we, if you know we see that tribe over there we've got to go over there we've got to defeat that you know, tribe okay. but we've got to get their resources I know I know in two episodes here I, I've said something about QAnon okay and it's because it's one of those things that it keeps it keeps like it, it got a hold a few years ago and it just won't go away like. It just keeps on, well, and you, and, you and get a personal kind of. My, my dad just really believes all yeah. this crap, and I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. But you know, on the other side of that, you know, there. This will be the only political thing I probably ever say on here is that in our current political um, environment, okay, sure. 
there is, and, and I'm not taking a side on this. I'm just saying there is this consensus on the right, okay? That, or, or actually, let's let me refer. There is this consensus with those of us who are in the middle. Yeah. Okay, because that's exactly where I sit is in the middle. I, I have for most of my life, that's where I'll always be, is that the left, the far left, yeah. thinks that the right are evil. Yes. I mean, evil. No ifs, ands, buts about it. And the right thinks that the far left is... Lost. is Yeah, th- th- they're misinformed is basically kind of, kind of the whole thing, you know. And it's one of those things where, like, well, both of you are misinformed. <laughs> Neither one of you are evil. It's just a... Well, Quit being idiots, the, you know. The thing about and, it is, is that it's, it's all come down to it's got to be a, a. It's an us against them, absolutely. It, it's got to be a not, zero sum. Right. If you don't, if you ending. don't, if you don't agree with everything that I believe, then that means that you're the problem, and you're the enemy, and you are the and enemy, you have to and be you defeated. Yeah, exactly. And it, and, and it's, it's not like that at all. No, not in the slightest. And, and again, Dave and I both being pretty centrist. It, it's let's put it this way: being a centrist. Has made the last oh I don't know twenty years of my life really fun at family reunions, uh, you know at, 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 at holiday get-togethers and well, stuff because it, my because my family is is staunchly on the right. Well, it, it's, and it's just like so all through the Obama administration, I'm I'm I am I was a troll. Of, well, <laughs> they would be going off about something Obama did. And I'm like oh yeah well uh, what about this? So what about you know? And they're like well that but, but but what about this? You know? And now without now that it's the other way. And they're all like, oh, Trump, Trump, Trump. And I'm like, yeah, but what about this? <laughs> this has happened to me in the last, this has happened to me in the, like the last three weeks. I would, somebody make a comment. I would, I'd be like, well, that's not exactly right. And here are right. some places I know, that you I know, can go. I know, and you're like, know. oh, well, what party do you hold to? Neither. And yeah, I, I know. Have it's to, a- I looked, I have to look at them and go, I don't, I'm an, I go, if, if I'm anything, I'm an independent constitutionalist. Right. There you go. And they're like. I actually had one gentleman look at me and go, I have no idea yeah, what how that to deal is. With I know you. exactly. Well, that's kind of like being, you know, and, and I'm not a libertarian. Uh, I have some libertarian no. leanings, but let's be honest, libertarians are really tough to argue with. I mean, they, I mean, they, you can you can you can argue with a libertarian on specific things, but overall, you can't argue with them because they're so all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Whereas you know, if well, someone says li- they're if someone is a says dark but it is really is. is. Whereas if someone says they're a Democrat, you know what to go after. If they say they're a Republican, you know what to go yeah. after. You know, so it's kind of one of those like, all right, fine, whatever. Again, we try to stay non political. The only reason that we are doing it this time is to point out that this is no different than the Satanic Panic that happened forty years ago. It just yeah. has a different <laughs> face and a different name. Yeah, that's all it is. There is. To get kind of religious here, something in the Bible, to quote the Bible, there is nothing new under the sun. Yep. Okay? There is nothing new under the sun. All you've done is you just put a different name and a face to it. That's all it is. You, you put so, a different Don Post mask on exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. So there are, there are and I'm going to put a bunch of links to all the stuff that we've talked yes. about here, uh, as well as, as on our YouTube page, which if you guys aren't going to our YouTube page, you really need to, because I usually will... Not every episode, but especially big episodes, we talk about a bunch of stuff. I will put um, on our YouTube page. I will make a playlist for the episode that has, you know, um, that Links has to some link of the stuff that, that we've talked about. Yeah, you know, like this. I, I, I guarantee you, I'm going to go find that Geraldo Rivera special, and it's there's going to be a link to it, so you can go and watch it. You know, as well as some other, you know, maybe something with uh, Paz during 
you know the whole Michelle remembers yeah. or or Mike Warnke or something, as well as to the Prodigal Witch and some other stuff. Just so there's resources, you can go and look at it yourself and get the full story because we I we have given you a very condensed version of it here. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really kind of fascinating to think that not it wasn't that long ago we lived through something like this. You know, where well, it's... It's 2020. Right. We're talking about 1980. We're talking about 40 years. 40 I know. years. I know. And, you know, it, it's just, it's just, it's so wild to think that that happened. Just like, there's other things. You know, you look at it and say, really, we, we, we did that? You know, yeah. that was, we, we really believed that, you know, type stuff. And people will look back at now. Yeah. In 20 or 30 years and go, really? We acted that way? Yeah. We, we all acted that way. At least okay. I, I hope they did. I hope, yeah, I know. It's a, but, but, again, neither Dave nor I are endorsing any political party. No. Whatsoever. In fact, I, 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 I would say run from political parties. Yes, pretty much. I mean, it's we're, we're not, we're not, no, no political ideology, no religious ideology, no, no we're not endorsing, anything. nor, nor are we condemning anything. No. We're just saying, here are the facts. And here's <laughs> Go look happened. at it. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, thank you so much for uh, spending almost an hour with us talking about this. I'm going to drop some cool stuff in here. Okay? <laughs> of course you this, are. This may be one of them that gets us pulled off of YouTube <laughs> because of all the clips and stuff I'm going to drop in this because there's just a lot of good stuff. <laughs> are you really a good podcast until you've been dropped by a social media I know, platform? So, uh, but anyways, guys, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Like I said, go to all of, all of the... The, um, Do us favors. Yes. When you go to those social media sites, write reviews right for, for us. Yes. Especially on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Because it helps this us. is going to help us in ways you can't exactly. even imagine. Exactly. And it costs you nothing. And it helps us tremendously. tremendously. And we thank you. We love you guys. And you know, we're, we're so happy that our listenership has, has been rising, has been on the rise for a couple of months thank now. You. Thank you. Yes. Thank you thank to you. everyone because, um, you know, we do this for fun, but we want people to listen. I mean, it's, you know, it's honestly, even if no one was listening, Dave and I would probably still be putting this out there for no one. It'd be yeah. us listening to it, like, hey, look how cool that was, you know, because we're a bunch <laughs> of dorks that way. But it's. <laughs> I am Dave, and I'm a massive geek there you go so anyways guys like i said uh project at project gen x on all the social medias yep uh and then um also go to, to caffeine and sleeping pills.com and um that's our depository of that's all a, things geek that just sounds dirty so it's okay repository <laughs> That's our hub. Okay. <laughs> That's our hub. Uh, <laughs> caffeine and sleeping pills.com. Again, there are links to all this stuff in the show notes. And uh, we thank you so much for listening. And we really, really hope that you're enjoying this October because we are having a blast, if you can't tell. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> By we, the way, I am so high on sugar right now. <laughs> and coffee. And caffeine sugar, and sugar. <laughs> Reese's pumpkins. Well, so what you're saying is that you're so high on caffeine that you're going to need sleeping pills later, right? No, I don't. Ah, I don't. It. I don't do sleeping pills. You're not going to do that. Melatonin. Uh, Melatonin is your friend. Believe me, I know this. And St. John's. That's right. So, guys, thank you once again. We will see you next time. I'm Alan Smith. I am Big Dave. And enjoy the season. See ya. Sex, sex, sex.